Coast 104.5 up in Adam in the morning. Read the story uh, over the holiday of the FDA charging our distillery friends, including many of our Central Coast distillers who made hand sanitizer, 14000 bucks for some registration thing. I don't know. It sounded like, really? Like, we're going to ask these guys right before the end of the year one more kind of like stick it to you in 2020, 14000 bucks. Check out the story I saw over the weekend. Quite literally, just as the year was ending, the FDA slapped a $14,000 fine on craft distillers, specifically those that shifted gears in the early days of the pandemic to produce hand sanitizer. The fee, they said, was to cover the cost of FDA regulation. But after media coverage, the HHS, Health and Human Services Department, said that it told the FDA to stop charging that fee. Aaron Burr, president and distiller at Cowwise Spirits, Paso Robles, California. Aaron, appreciate you joining us. I- I'm guessing when Thank you. when this happened, you thought to yourself, no good deed goes unpunished, right? Exactly, exactly. You know, I-, I got into this trying to do the right thing, trying to help during the pandemic. I registered, did everything the FDA required of us, and I felt like I got slapped for it. Do you guys feel, though, in a larger sense, that you've gotten the credit you deserve for all the work you've done? And a lot of a lot of distillers were giving this stuff away for free. Right. Yeah. A lot of us were, were donating it or, or selling it at, at a very low margin just to to help out. Um, I, I feel like uh, we have definitely gotten the credit we deserve and, and just the outpouring of, of support. Uh, I mean, we this has really only been 24 hours since we broke this story and and, and created um, this public outcry for, hey, why is this fair to be charging distilleries $14,000 when they helped? And I think it's been so cool to see how the public have come out in our defense over this. We got Aaron Berg here from Cowwise in Paso. What is up, my man? Thanks for being up and Adam in the morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you doing? Good, man. It's good to talk to you, Aaron. Um, hope you had a I happy new year. Well. I know it has. Did you have a good holiday? Excellent holiday. Good. Happy new year. So this was cool. I saw you on the news over the weekend. That was um, really interesting because, and we just played a piece of it. So do I understand that they've, that we're in the in the clear now, or what? You know, it, it appears we're in the clear. Uh, the HHS directed the FDA to uh, sand down on the fees. Um, I have yet to see a statement from FDA about following through, but I trust that they will. Um, and I, I think it was so cool that you know, through 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 the media and through. Uh, you know, outcry from the public that this government agency in, in 24 hours backpedaled on on this policy, especially on, on a holiday. I think that was pretty cool. To see. Yeah, so let's kind of figure out and kind of backtrack a little bit and figure out how we got there. So they tell you $14,000 you're going to owe because you made hand sanitizer, right? Correct. Yeah, so, so they, they, they announced that, uh, hey, every, every drug monograph facility um, – owes us $14,000 in 45 days, and they announced this last Monday, so just a few days before the end of the year. And then the other caveat was if you were still registered as a drug manufacturing facility by January 1st, you get hit with another $14,000 fee. So I I saw that, and I was like, what the heck is going on here? And all the other distillers saw it, and, and there's uh, quite a big, uproar over it because it was the first um, any of us had heard about that and I uh, you know obviously a lot of money to come up with that's crazy and um, I guess what's even crazier like you said on a holiday uh, what was the um, the big crux you think of the pushback just do you think they got a lot of 
calls to local government officials or a lot of emails or people, you know, were they banging up the phone lines or were there maybe appearances kind of like yours on, you know, national platforms? Uh, what do you think made them change their mind and so quick? I think we, we have our public advocacy groups, you know, that, that are in Washington, D.C., that, that work on, you know, work, that work with Congress and, and these government agencies to, to advocate for us. So that definitely played a part. But uh, I think the biggest thing is really the public backlash. Um, I'm really just people, informed, concerned citizens, understanding this issue and being upset about it and maybe talking to the local congressman, but just just not being happy about it. And, and I think that that the voices of the people were definitely heard in this case, and it brought about some real change. Yeah, you know, that part of uh, COVID was pretty clutch. And, you know, I have a lot of friends in that industry, as you know, including you. And uh, I thought I was, mm-hmm. one, really cool that you guys were able to be so forward-thinking and helpful to the community. I mean, a lot of this stuff that you guys were producing, you were giving away. Uh, some of it you were mm-hmm. able to sell. and. Um, it wasn't like you were making a mint off it. What was that like? Also, it was keeping you kind of busy. It was keeping you going and doing what you're doing. Talk about that time when you started making the hand sanitizer. I mean, did it do well for you? Did it help keep things afloat for a while? What was that that hand sandy like? Yeah, that was uh, crazy. I never, I, I never thought about it. And, you know, me you know, always sitting here not to you know downplay what, what I do, but uh, I, I just always kind of wish like okay i wish like it's like food is great but like i want to make a product that like really um does the world good and i, I really had my chance this year uh well earlier last year actually to make um hand sanitizer and you know at the beginning of the pandemic i had to furlough my employees which uh was one of the the, the saddest and, and most terrible things i've ever had to do in my business and uh, doing hand sanitizer allowed me to bring all my employees back and and, and give them um, full employment during a time uh, when a lot of people couldn't get get employment. Um, so, so that was cool. Um, it allowed me to it literally save my business. It, it kept me from bankruptcy. And like you said, we didn't make a mint on it, but it was enough to, to keep us afloat um, during the, the height of, of the crisis in, in March and April. Do you still make it? No, we, we, we are not making it anymore. We, we just we, we have a pretty large inventory that we're, we're working on on selling through and and the demand for it has, has definitely dropped off a little bit more not now that you know more information has come out that you know COVID is more of an airborne rather than surface touching thing right but we're still selling it cool uh hang on with us i want to talk to you more about just how distilleries have been doing through this whole thing we got aaron burke here he's from cowwise and uh, we were talking about uh well that's great news that i mean the fda said okay you're not going to have to pay about 14,000 bucks. That's huge. Uh, more on the way. It's Coast 104.5. It's up and Adam in the morning. Coast 104.5. Thanks for being up and Adam in the morning. On the phone, we uh, uh, got a friend, Aaron Berg. He's from Cowwise. Heard him on the news uh, talking about how the FDA was going to be charging our distillery friends 14,000 bucks for the hand sanitizer they made really at a critical time of COVID when we were at a PPE shortage and a lot of these folks giving it away. It just seemed like, what? Um, how did you get on the... The news, that was a national platform. That was pretty cool, man. Yeah, I mean, that, that just, that, that's just how viral this thing went. I know at, at first I, I reached out to um, a, a news magazine called Reason Magazine, and they broke the story, and that article just went viral. And before I knew it, every 
a major mainstream media outlet was picking it up and and doing it. And I, I got a message from Fox News saying, "Hey, we we love." for you to come on our, our morning show on, on January 1st and, and talk about this. So that was pretty cool. So when you do a, a news thing like that, are you using your camera, or do they, do they send you one from, like, an affiliate? How do they do that? No, <laughs> I was using my cell phone. That was your I cell phone? I put my cell phone on a tripod, and I plugged in my AirPods, and, and, uh, and, and I did it. I think because I think if, if, it were, if we weren't in the middle of COVID right now, I, I expect they'd probably do things differently, but... No, it was it was all on my cell phone. Yeah, because it did seem kind of refocusing, but it looked the quality looked pretty good. What kind of phone do you have? Uh, it's, it's just an uh, iPhone eight. Oh shoot! Okay, cool. Um, yeah. All right. So how how's the distilling life been, man? How are things going right now? Yeah, things are going good. All things considered, it's definitely been a roller coaster this year of, of ups and downs. But uh, you know what I've always said that I think it's really cool is is that up here. Uh, on, on the Central Coast and Paso Robles in particular, we have such a supportive community that has really come out and droves to support their small businesses. And, uh, you know, just, just the amount of people that I've had coming into my place just saying, hey, we love what you're doing. We love your stuff. We really want to come out here and support you and make sure you stay around. Um, that's really made a, a huge difference. I love it, man. Well, you know, uh, I followed your story. I followed you since the beginning, your old hot house days, and I remember interviewing you uh, with cork dork stuff, and I've tried, you know, when you just did rum, and now you're doing all kinds of stuff. So it is really cool to see your story really blossom. And I know that this must have been a huge roadblock, uh, what 2020 was, and COVID, and restrictions, and regulations, and this and that. So I'm glad that you're hanging in there, man. I'm glad you're doing good. And uh, it's been a while, so I need to come and uh, taste some of your stuff again. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you've, uh, I mean, <laughs> Can you believe it's already been five years since, uh, since I was in your studio for the first time? Yeah. <laughs> things, are, things are going by fast, and uh, yeah, thanks for being there for me from the beginning. Absolutely, my man. We've got to catch up soon, taste some of the new things, cow-wise. Hey, Aaron, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being up in Adam in the morning, man. Good luck. Thanks for having me on, Adam. Up in Adam in the morning. This is Up in Adam in the morning. I love being up in Adam in Adam.